Hello, welcome to NC Asian American Ministries podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. Who is your parents? What kind of children are you? Now, there are only two types of children: children of God or children of devil. Now, what kind of children are you? How do you know God is your parent? How do you know devil is your parent? Now, this is a very there is a very easy way to discern whether you are children of God or children of devil. Number one, you if you are children of God, then you will become like God, and if you are children of God, then you will act like God, right? So you will resemble who He is and what He does. Likewise, if you are children of devil, then you will become like devil, and you will act like devil. It's a very simple logic. Now, sometimes when some time ago, when I was a teenager, I used to ask this question: What if I'm adopted? What if my parents that I know of are not my biological parents? What if they just lied to me all those years, and I was just deceived by them, and I used to think that they were my biological te-、uh, parents? But what if everything that I know of, everything I used to know, is just a total lie? And I began to. The more I thought about it, the more I was depressed and disappointed, and I did not, you know,、uh, trust my parents thoroughly. Whenever I was thinking about that, but when I got married, after I got married, my wife used to tell me, and she tells me more, much more than ever before. And she's saying, "Hey, Sammy, you, you know what? You become more like your dad. You look more like him." And then you act like him. I'm like, okay, that shouldn't be. But the、um, when I looked at my picture, and when I look at my pic、uh, picture of my parents, my dad, I feel like, wow, I'm so amazed that they look they look so much alike. And also, my father is a pastor, and I became a pastor too. I'm like, okay, what in the world? I, <laughs> I become a pastor because I'm pastor's son, and probably I have pastor DNA. I don't know, but anyway, I, I'm. I'm becoming like him, who he is. I'm acting more like him about what he does. It's the same thing. If you are truly God's children, then you will be like him, and you will act like him. And today we're gonna read from First John chapter three, verses nine through ten and fifteen through sixteen, and you will know about who God is and what He does. If you are children of God, you will. Become like holy, because God is holy. In verse three, if you, you will become like Him, and you will purify yourself with this hope, your life will be different from the past, because you are God's children. Because God is holy, and you will become like holy. But at the same time, you will love as God does, as God loves. Because God loves, we will do the same thing. We will act like Him. So these are the two things that you will know that whether you are truly children of God or not. So let's look at First John chapter three together. No one who has been born of God practices sin, because his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin continually, because he has been born of God. By this, the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious. 
Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor the one who does not love his brother and sister. So what does it say? No one who has been born of God, meaning children of God, practice sin. If you are truly children of God, then you will not practice sin. Or it says, you will not, you cannot sin continually because his seed, his DNA, his word is in you. His word is remaining in you. So what does, uh, what does this really entail? It means that you will live holy life. Why? Because God is holy. But how do you live holy? Through stop sinning. Okay. Now God does not have any sin and he is perfectly holy. But now we have sin because we are sinners and we're not like God. But we are saved by God's grace and we become a totally new person, just like in the 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If you are in Christ Jesus, you are new creation, new creature. Old things, old things passed away and new things come. So you become a new person. But as a new person, the first thing that we need to do as God's children is stop sinning. Stop sinning so that we'll live holy life because we have God's DNA, we have God's seed in us. Now, this is very, very important because some people think that, oh, I became a Christian because just last week I accepted Jesus through prayer or a few years ago I went to youth retreat, I went to a conference, I went to a crusade and there were lots of people there and uh, there was a great music and the preacher was awesome and after listening to the preaching, I felt something. I felt like God was calling me so I went there and I accepted Jesus that night. That's wonderful. You know, that Romans chapter 10 verse 9 clearly says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is your Lord, and if you believe in your heart that Jesus rose from the dead, you are saved. That is right. John 3.16, whoever believes in him will not, be, will not perish but have eternal life. Yes, by faith we become Christians. By faith, through, uh, by grace and through faith, we become saved, right? But... The question is not about how are how do you how are you saved? But question is how do you know you are saved? So this is the not sinning is not the requirement to become saved, but not sinning is the proof that you are saved. Not sinning living a holy life is the proof evidence that you are children of God. But you might think, oh, Pastor Sammy. I'm in dilemma because yes, I I get it. I get uh, what you're saying, but you know, I became a Christian and I I think I'm truly born again. Um, I've been a Christian for about five years and seven years, but I did not live a perfect life, and I sinned at least once for sure. And I'm not a perfect person still now. So does that mean I'm not a children of God? Well, we need to look at the context very carefully. What does it say? It says he. No one who has been born of God practices sin. So this is a very important word here, practice sin. And also, he cannot sin continually. So this is more like the sin that you are intentionally committing, right? So, of course, even after we are saved, even after we become Christian, we're, we're still not perfect because we have a sinful body. We have a sinful desire, so sometimes we can make this uh, mistake. 
However, here is the difference. If you are truly children of God, you have a DNA of God, you have the word of God, you have the seed of God, you will fight inside of you against the fleshly desire. You will have a desire not to sin. You do not want to sin, but your body is weak. So you sometimes you fall into sick, I mean sin, but you do not remain in sin. You do not continue in that sin. You will hate that sin and you will say, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to repent of my sin. I want to turn away from this sin and I will not do this anymore. I will stop doing this. You have the internal realization of how grievous, how serious that sin is. You will want to stop that. But if you are not children of God, then you will still love that sin. You have no desire to stop it. You want to continue to do that. And some, you, you, you come to church on Sunday and you imitate, you pretend that you are a holy person, but on Monday through Friday or Saturday, you just continue doing it. You go to that place, you still watch that, and you still practice that with your own hands and feet, and you still go there habitually, and you have no guilty at all, you have no sense, and if that's you, then you are not truly God's children because God's seed is not in you, and you don't even know that you are sinning. But if you are truly children of God, you'll be, you, will, you are aware of what you are doing is wrong. And then you have a desire to stop it. And then you will ask the Lord to give you strength to resist that temptation. And then you will because the power of God, the seed of God is in you. So you will stop doing that. So the first thing to know that if you are truly children of God is this. Stop sinning. Stop sinning. So if you are sinning right now, stop it. That's not what the children of, God, children of God do. You need to stop, turn away from it, and repent. You need to confess your sin. Just like we remember in the first John chapter 1, verse 9, if you confess your sin, God is faithful and He will forgive your sin. Jesus died for your sin. He laid out all the foundation to forgive your sins anyway. So come back to Jesus and stop sinning. Because God is holy, you must live holy life. You must become holy as He is. But also, Jesus, uh, in this Bible, it also says what we need to do. Because God acts. And as children of God, we need to act like He does. What is it? We need to start sacrificing. So first thing, stop sinning. Second, start sacrificing. Why do you sacrifice? Because you love as God loves us. So let's look at the passage. In chapter 2, verses 15 through 16, it says, Everyone who hates his brother or sister is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life remaining in him. We know love by this, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers and sisters. Now, what does it say? Everyone who hates his brother or sister is a murderer. The, those, these people are not truly the children of God. And you know that no murderer has eternal life remaining in him, right? 
Eternal life is not there. The word of God is not there. The seed of God is not there. If you hate your brothers and sisters. And then the previous verse is talking about some example. You know, Cain and Abel. Cain was Abel's brother. They were brothers. But Cain was the first murderer because he killed his own brother Abel. Because he was jealous. Out of jealous. He did not listen to God. The seed of God, the word of God is not in him, and he killed his own brother. But Jesus goes even further. As you can see in Matthew chapter 5 through 7, Jesus said, If you hate your brother, you are already murdering, you are already killing him or sister, right? So the hate is the origin. Hate is the beginning of the murder and killing. So what we need to do is this in verse 16. We know love by this that he, God, laid down his life for us. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and that is love. God demonstrated his own love toward us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us, according to Romans 5, 8. So likewise, we need to do the same thing. Because why? Because we are his children. God, Jesus, laid down his life for us so that we need to do that. It says, we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers and sisters as well. So love here in the Bible, in the book of John, is not a romantic love. It's not a superficial love. It is not a, the emotional love, but it is the sacrificial love as Jesus loved us. There is no greater love than this, dying for our brothers and sisters, as we see in the uh, book of John, chapter 15, verses 9 through 11. So this is the degree of level of love, the highest level of love. The why do we do that? Because we are God's children. Okay. So think about this. If you are truly a Christian, born again Christian, if you are truly God's children, it's very simple. You will become like him, that he is holy. So you will live holy life. By how? By stopping sinning. But at the same time, you will act like him. What did he do? He sacrificed himself for us. He loved us. So we will start sacrificing for our brothers and sisters. And that's how we love our brothers and sisters. And that's how we love God. Very simple. Stop sinning. Start sacrificing. Again, stop sinning and start sacrificing. Be like him and act like him. This is, this is the evidence that you know that you are truly God's children. But the children of devil are totally opposite. They will continue sin. They will love sin. They will remain in sin. They will not stop sinning, but they will start sinning even more. They may come to church every Sunday, and they may listen to worship music sometimes, and they may listen to preacher, and sometimes they may cry. But when they go back to their homes and workplaces and their peers, they will just follow the world again, and they will love sinning because the Word of God is not in them. But at the same time, instead of sacrificing themselves for the brothers and sisters, they will be selfish. They will not care for other people. They will not share with other people. But they will only think about, think about themselves and they will even use others for their own success. I read an article about the today's trend. There are so many people, young people, they choose not to marry anymore and they just want to live single life. They love single life. What is the main reason? Because they think that they have all the right for their life. I want to live my own life. I want to use my own money. I want to use my own life for myself. 
So I don't want to bother myself by marrying to someone else so that I don't have to sacrifice for my wife or for my husband, for my children. I just want to live my own life. How selfish is that? They are devaluing the family. When it comes to family, you have to sacrifice yourself for sure. You have to sacrifice for your spouse and you have to sacrifice for your children for sure. And that is the start of love. And that love can overflow and you can truly love others, not just your family members, but your co-workers, your brothers and sisters in the church. Okay, that is why God instituted family. That is why God called us as church. Not for ourselves only, not for selfish reason, but for sacrificing one another for brothers and sisters. And church, the family, is a great picture of God's sacrificial love. But the trend, the culture is denouncing that. Why? Because the culture, the, the way they think is completely coming out from their father. Who is that father? Devil. Because devil lies to us. Devil is selfish. And he is always deceiving us to love ourselves alone and to hate others, hate our brothers and sisters. So look at your life right now. Are you stopped sinning right now? Are you still continuing in your own sin? And you are still saying that you are a you are Christian? You need to ask yourself very carefully that who's who is your father? and whose children you are. Now, if you are, even if you live like a holy life, but if you're still sinful, if you're still selfish and you love yourself, you only care about yourself, but you're not caring for other people. You have no desire to sacrifice your time, sacrifice your resources, and sometimes even sacrifice your own life for your brothers and sisters. Probably there's something wrong with you that you don't really have the seed of God you still have seed of devil, okay? So you have to be very careful. If you are not truly loving your brothers and sisters, the Bible is very clear about evidence of being a child of God. Number one, again, you act, you are like him, so you stop sinning, and you act like him, so you sacrifice, you start sacrificing yourself for your brothers and sisters. That is the proof. If you truly accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you are truly baptized into with Christ, if you die to your sin, if you are alive to God, then you are different and you act different. You live holy life and you live sacrificial life for God's glory. So I hope and pray that this message is the measurement for you to examine. And if you are truly born again Christian, if you're truly God's children, you have the DNA of God. You have the seed of God, which is the word of God. And then you will love his word each day. Because in Psalm 119 verse 11, David, I know the author of the Psalm says, I hid your word in my heart so that I will not sin. Okay, so there you must have the desire of God's word each day. You will want to meditate God's word. You will want to memorize his word and you will want to obey his word because his word is God's DNA. And then you will 
the more you read it, the more you memorize, the more you meditate, the more you put God's word in your heart, the more you will hate sin, the more you will turn away from it, and the more you will live holy life. So here is how you can stop sinning by putting God's word in your heart. So from today, start this. This is why we're going through uh, 21st century Moses training, which is to put God's word in our heart by not only reading, but also memorizing God's word. And also, not only memorizing the word, you will need to obey God's word. How? By loving your brothers and sisters. It's also starting with God's word. Because God's word says, love your brothers and sisters. So the more you read it, the more you will have a desire to obey God's word, the more desire to sacrifice yourself for your brothers and sisters. So you can live as the children of God by God's word, with God's word. So this, this, this is my encouragement for you, brothers and sisters. Start every day with his word. Spend at least, at least 30 minutes in God's word. Bring your journal and read God's word and memorize word and then reflect on God's word on the journal and pray to the Lord that you will stop sinning that day today and you will start sacrifice yourself today every day practice this and then the world will recognize that you are not Satan's children but you are God's children and they will be drawn to God to as well more because you are re reflecting who God is and what he does through your life so live as children of God and ask the Lord to use you to draw more people to himself. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's message that how we can know that we are your children. Father, we want to confess to you so many times we used to live or some of us may still live like the children of devil, that we still love our sin and we are very selfish that we do not love other brothers and sisters. Father, please forgive us. And Father, please change us. Oh, Father, if there are anybody who are not your children, oh, Father, please draw them, draw them to you so that their lives would be changed and they will stop sinning and they will start sacrificing. And they will be like you who is holy. And then they will... Um, love their brothers and sisters sacrificially as you sacrificed yourself for us. Oh, Father, please help us and guide us to live as your children for your kingdom, for your glory. We thank you, praise you. In Jesus' holy name we pray, amen.